Blog Talk Radio. Better learn about the dress code, B's and Z's. All the mother niggas copycats, B's and G's. I love Cali like I love women. Cause every nigga in L.A. got a little bit of thug in him. We might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this. We'll burn this bitch down, get us bitch. To live and die in L.A. show is the heavy heavy handed edition and this is a life celebration Listen. it's that kobe show it's that kobe show man um celebrating the life and times the life and times of a truly 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 great man but you know what's up this is a heavy heavy handed edition i am your boy heavy handed jay back on the man 100 grand green eggs and ham kobe show y'all bitch i'm the man Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we here for that Kobe show. And, uh, you know, shock around the world, punch to the gut around the world, man. We all know what happened at this point. Tragic, tragic death, tragic death to the to the God, man, to Kobe. Uh, helicopter crash, nine passengers aboard um, alongside his uh, his young daughter, Gigi. Um, we want to give shout out and mention to everybody that was on the plane, uh, on the helicopter. We had John Adabelli, um, 30 year head coach for Orange, Orange, what is it? Orange Coast College head coach out there coaching baseball for 30 plus years. Him, John Adabelli, his wife, his daughter, Sarah Chester, and her daughter, Peyton Chester. Uh, assistant coach Christina Mauser, pilot Ara Zyban, Kobe and Gigi, uh, all nine passengers aboard. Um, just a tragic, tragic, tragic day here in Los Angeles, man. Let me check out some of this sound, make sure everything is going well. Um, a tragic day here in Los Angeles, nonetheless. Okay. 
let me make sure um, we do some sound tests here in just a second before we get to it all. But uh, yeah, I'm in there. So, you know, a little bit lost for words. It took me a while to gather my thoughts, get get my feelings collected, get my thoughts collected to be able to do this show. Because I'll be honest with you, man, um, it, it was tough. Um, Kobe, three years older than I, and you could easily say is definitely the athlete of my lifetime. Kobe's definitely the athlete of my lifetime, you know. I've I, I seen the Jordan Jordan versus the, the Utah Jazz. I even seen some of Jordan versus the Lakers in 91. But Jordan, you know, his time was a little bit his prime. And when Jordan was doing some things in his prime, when he did, when he went for 63 versus Boston, that was before my recollect. You know, Kobe entering the league in 1996. Um, right as I'm entering high school in 1996, you know, definitely the athlete of my time, man. Definitely the athlete of my time. And uh, a lot of guys like me and and nothing but, and it's been nothing but a, a pouring out, pouring from fan bases, from fans around the country, NBA fans, all the NBA in general, just expressing their uh, respect. Most of all, their respect for Kobe, man. Um, he gained everybody's respect. And for a guy like him, I think that's what was important. And, uh, you know, this is the Kobe Show, man. Let him tell you. Welcome to the Kobe Show. Yes, sir, man. This is the Kobe Show. And uh, we're going to be celebrating the life and times of Kobe, man. So, you know, me being a, a Angel- Los Angeles kid, man, um, what more can you say? Well, you know, I think it's almost self-explanatory. He's our Jordan. He's the new era's Jordan. Um, It was a punch to the gut. And uh, here's a story I want to tell before we start just kind of diving into some things. (sighs) Some irony. Years ago, years ago, um, I was working in the mailroom at AAA. I was like 18 years old or whatever. And I uh, was an older, older Filipino man. And this is during the Lake, this say about 2002. So this is during the Lakers three-peat run. And so, uh, you know, a lot of Laker talk, of course, in a, in a setting like a mail room, a lot of, you know, labor type workers. And we're kind of just running machines and doing that. We're all running machines down in the basement. We're working in the mail room. I'm about 18 years old. Older Filipino man named Albert, man. And we're all Laker fans. And this is Afro Kobe at this point. So I decided I'll play a, I'll play a joke on Albert. And I, Albert's a huge Laker fan. So I come in from lunch and I say, Albert, guess what? In his eyes. And he said, no. He just said, no. Like, and I'll never, the only reason I remember this is because I never forgot the the thinking feeling seeming in Albert's heart in 2002. You know, I was just about 18, 19 years old. I'm working in the mailroom. 
and you know, it's a lot of grab ass in that type of setting. And you know, I just thought I'd play a cool, a cool joke on my friend. I said, Albert, guess what, man? I, I just came from lunch. I checked, and Kobe died. And he just, he said, no. And it just was like, and I never forgot it because I just found it almost funny, or, or not funny, but there was some. It just it struck me the the the, the actual. Of, I guess, fear and disappointment in his eyes as I told that gotcha joke. And I never forgot it, never, ever forgot it. And every now and again, and it's been nearly 20 years at this point, but every now and again over the years, I'll think back to that time and I would just shake my head. And fast forward to this past Sunday morning, man, and I'll, I'll never forget it. I'm getting out the shower for church. And this is always going to be one of them stories where, um, you know, where were you? Where were you when you heard about it? Where were you when it happened? Similar to the OJ, to OJ when, when at my point, I came home from school and my grandma and them and they was watching TV and it was just a damn white Bronco on the freeway. And I'll just never forget that. And this Kobe hearing about what happened to Kobe, the nine passengers on board, the Adabelli family, uh, the, the Chester family, um, Coach Mauser, uh, the pilot, uh, Ari Zybin, and Gigi and Kobe. Uh, this is one of those times where you never forget where you were and how you heard it. Myself, I was getting out the shower, getting ready for church, man, like one of them determined church mornings. You know, sometimes you just don't have it in you to get the family up and going. So I had my determination this morning. Uh, you could say, so to speak, I had my mamba mentality, you know, I have my mamba mentality about me that morning, ironically. And um, I get out the shower, I'm coming, you know, out the, out the bathroom door, and my wife says, Kobe died. And I got mad at her. I snapped at her like, hey, man, don't, don't play with me like that. You know, like I said something like that. Stop playing like that. But I remember being kind of mad. Like, that's not funny. You know, and then she kind of just, you know, hands over her phone and it's like a TMZ report. Now, here's the thing. If you know, you know, right? If you know, you know. Um, TMZ, they they don't um, they don't misreport, man. If you go back to Michael Jackson, you go back to Prince and all the likes of um, TMZ, they do a pretty good job of reporting and they usually don't lie. And when I seen it was a TMZ report, I knew it was pretty credible. And I knew that this had definitely happened. And it was just a, a, a blow to the gut. And so here in Los Angeles, we recently suffered the death, the death of Nipsey Hussle. That's something that happened recently. Rest in peace to Nip. And um, that was hard to swallow, a blow to the gut. And I, I thought that hit rather close to home. But little did I know. That Kobe, man. Now, Kobe, I loved Kobe just simply being a, a, a Laker fan. And there was also a time where I hated Kobe in 06 when Shaq went to Miami and Kobe was to blame. I was so happy when Miami won that championship and the Lakers were terrible. Um, but I just didn't know how much I actually loved him and how, how much he was actually a part of my life. And how much I had actually 
associated myself with them. How many times I had good moments with them. So many, man. You know, Lakers won a lot in Kobe's 20-year tenure. His 20-year tenure, you know, one interesting uh, factoid about Kobe is that Kobe was an NBA player at his retirement. Kobe retired at 37 years old. Kobe had played longer in the NBA than he had existed on earth. Kobe had played 20 years in the NBA, and he had only went to the NBA when he was 17. This is a man who had spent majority of his life, more so of his life at the age of 37 in his retirement, being in the NBA. And that is like the majority of, of my maturity also. You know, he's, he's my Jordan. He's our Jordan. And that's not to discredit Mike at all. But it just is what it is, man. And a truly tragic, 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 tragic death. Um, lost for words for a few days. I couldn't really gather myself to, to even come close to doing a show. And I cried. You know, I didn't cry in front of anyone. And, and I'm a crier, to be honest with you. But I do most of my crying on the way to work in the morning. Yes, that's where I do all my crying. And that, that Monday morning, as I'm listening to 710 ESPN and they're doing all the Kobe stuff, I cried. Um, and there's a few reasons I cried. I cried because, you know, Kobe was surprisingly to myself uh, more endeared to myself than I thought he was. And even more so, um, being a father of women, which I am. A father of women, man. I have a house with three women in it, two daughters and a wife. Kobe had three daughters and a wife. Now, one thing I had made in my mind, now, one thing you'll get teased about, now, my brother's online right now. He's listening to Eugene. Y'all know who that is. Uh, he has a bunch of boys. And so when you, call, when you come across these uh, guys who have sons and you have daughters, you know, there's a, you know, some tongue-in-cheek and some, you know, how they do, uh, oh, you know, you, you can't make a man and all that stuff. So my defense mechanism over the years for my own way to feel better about the whole thing, I, I created a fraternity in my head of really good men that had only daughters. And now here lately, Kobe had hashtagged and has now made popular and it's gone viral, girl dad. Um, myself, Kobe, Barack, we were all girl dads, just to name a few of some of the more solid individuals out there who are girl dads. And, but it didn't only hit me because it's a girl dad. Dude, when you're a girl dad, the thing that hurts the most, more than anything, is when you can't be there to give them that security. That, that's what you, that's your nightmare. That's your worst dream, is that you're not there to be their security, to be their protection. And I started having, and I don't want to go too deep, but I know Kobe grabbed his little daughter as that that helicopter spinning out of control. And, you know, when you're a, a great athlete and a dude who's overcome, uh, there was a sliver in his mind that thought he could t tighten up his shoulder and just take the hit, and they'd make it out somehow. But he couldn't save her, man. And we all want to be able to save our children, all the homies who are going to call in tonight. Most of us are fathers. And uh, there's, we, we put our life on the line in a heartbeat for, for them. And um, more irony about it all is that it was his favorite. It was his favorite kid. 
You see, the oldest kid, she's a volleyball player. The second one, Kobe had already trademarked her name, Mamba Sita. You know, Kobe had talked about this young lady, and the guys would come up to Kobe like, hey, man, Kobe, you got to go for another kid again, man. You know, you got to have a boy to carry on carry on the, the lineage, carry on your name, and, you know, grab the torch. And, you know, little Mamba Sita, Gigi, would always intervene and say, hey, no, I got this. We don't need no boy. I got it. And Kobe fully embraced that, man. Um, and really all the energy that he had put into becoming an NBA goat mountain type NBA player, which he's on, um, he had started to put that energy into his 13-year-old daughter. And it was his baby girl. You know, he had an older daughter and he had two smaller daughters. But see, not all of your kids just gravitate towards you. Some of them be mama's baby. But, you know, sometimes you get one, maybe even two, that's daddy's baby. And guess what? The irony of it all, daddy's baby was with him. You know, there's a lot of irony in this thing, man. And um, that's another reason why it hit so close to home with me. Just that uh, the father that Kobe had become the second act, the second part of Kobe's life that looked to be so promising. He had won an Oscar for for the muse, for his contribution there. Um, you know, just <sighs> blossoming, you know, and you could see that he had become more comfortable and start being more personal and started to let more people in and let us all in on that mysterious dude that was all those years. And he started to let us all in on it. And um, I was just excited for the second part, act two of Kobe's career, man. I was just excited to see it and felt like some, it, it was just taken abruptly. Nobody could see this one because the narrative about Kobe is control. And that's what everybody seemed to have gone back and have to kind of recalculate and re rethink how you're going about dealing with your loved ones, how much you're communicating, man. Because a guy that was in so much control and had so much focus and detail to his life, everything was calculated. In the end, he just, he didn't have control, you know? And this is a dude who you would think of a, it just seems you would think of a hundred other people before you would think Kobe? He just had too much control, too much attention to detail. You know, there's a lot of stories coming out here in the news about what went wrong with the helicopter. And we'll dive into some of that. What went wrong with the helicopter? But knowing Kobe, do you actually think Kobe just had some dipshit pilot? Nah. But we there are some details about it all. But uh, before we get into it all, man, and I just want to say my little piece and and where I was when it all happened. I want to bring in my mans and them. Um, checking in, uh, my man Eugene, man. Um, let's do him how he do. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Jeannie Jean. Sir. Uh, yes, man. sir. 
I just want to know, you know, I, I want you to be able to say your part. But, you know, where were you, bro? How'd you hear the news? And, uh, you know, show your respects as you will. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, I was just getting off of a plane. Uh, my, my plane had just landed, and uh, I got a text, a text that simply said, Kobe dead. And, uh, you know, I, I'm familiar with this this way to get information nowadays. Uh, but I never like you. I'm, I'm, you know, I was perplexed who Kobe, who, you know, that was my first question. Kobe, who Kobe McDowell or something. Kobe, some <laughs> yeah, actor, like you Kobe know, who, like it's a gang of Kobe's out there. Kobe, who, right. Right. You know, and you know, the Kobe in your heart, you know, you don't want it to be off the top and uh similar thing, man. Uh, hit the TMZ or I think I jumped on a call, you know, to confirm. And uh, sure enough, man, it was Kobe. And then as, you know, time went on, man, you know, um, it was Kobe and baby girl. And, you know, that that was that point, man, where it's just nothing but heartbreak, nothing but heartbreak. Um, You know, and I'm not a, I'm not a basketball fan um, by any stretch of the imagination. It's just kind of how I am. Nothing against it. But, you know, I'm, I live in Los Angeles, you know, I'm, I live in LA and California, you know, I'm on this side <clears throat> and regardless of how, how much of a fan of basketball you are or you aren't, you know, the Lakers and a step further, you know, you know, the, the heavy Lakers, you know, so, you know, Kobe is a big deal for us. Right. And, and, um, you know, you know, the helicopter stories, you know, you know, Kobe flying through, you know, going going to practice, hitting the Staples Center. And then also, you know, baby girl, you know how important that is. I mean, you and I have had that. I, I think I'm, I'm uh, I think you, I think you brought me up with it because um, you got girls and, and that, that's, that's very true. You know, we have this conversation and, and you use the little, you know, the, the dad uh, coalition against me, you know, and I always felt one day I'm going to sit down and pick out, you know, some dope cats that got sons, so I got a little response to that. But it's hard to beat Barack Obama and Kobe. I don't know who you can, you know, and me, put and in me. there. <laughs> well, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I mean, I have a daughter, you know, and, um, you know, I, I got four sons and a daughter, and my daughter, you know, is super special to me, man, and, and just, just, just to kind of uh, piggyback on what you were saying, man. Just that, that final, that moment when it's all going down, and it's all is lost and it's spinning out of control or whatever it's doing. Just, you know, as a as a parent, you know, feeling like you can wheel your body into a structure that is able to fully take this hit. You know, you definitely ain't gonna make it, but you're gonna wheel your body into such a strength that, you know, your kid is going to, you know, be, be in, immersed in this cocoon and, 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 you know, come out unscathed. And, and, yeah. and just knowing that that didn't happen, obviously, but knowing that that's an intense and real thought and, and just that fear and having to just see it all happen, man, it's just heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um Let's get some more family on and get his or his take on it before we start diving in a bit. Is this really your real phone number? 
get money. New money. Welcome to the Kobe Show. All the way from Houston, Texas, man. Uh, calling in for the celebration of life, the life and times of Big Dog. <laughs> Capitan over there at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, man. Willow Wilson, what's happening with you, homie? Man, nothing much, man. Glad to be on. Glad to be able to talk about my guy, Kobe Bryant, man. Uh, you know, um, woke up Sunday. You know, we supposed to do our Outsiders Boxing Podcast at 9 in the morning. We get the early text from RC. He's got some kind of uh, uh, neighborhood flag football game on, so he's going to postpone the game till 1 o'clock Central Time, uh, postpone the podcast till 1 o'clock Central Time. So I'm like, all right, you know, like we always say, as long as RC's alive, you know, we hear from him on Sunday, you know, we're all good. We don't care if he's late, which he usually is, but, you know, we're happy that he's alive, you know, being a young man partying seems like every night. But, uh, you know, we get, get that, so, you know, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. I, I didn't go to church. I watched church at, at the house. You know, me and the wife uh, plugged the iPad in uh, to the TV. Watch church at the house, you know. Church is over. Get a little something to eat. Um, we're getting ready to do the show. I get a text from you. You know, usually your texts they're spelled, you know, horribly, but it has something to do with Kobe Bryant. And I was like, oh man. I was like, man, you know. First thing I said was, uh, you know, what the fuck. And I look, you know, you said something about I'm here, Kobe. Kobe's dead. I'm like, Kobe, hold on. So I'm looking around. I'm trying to see because it looks like y'all had the information super early. Because I'm look, I look on first thing I do is look on the internet. Kobe Bryant. There's news. There's news. And then like the fourth, fourth little story says Kobe Bryant dead. But it, it was like a news station. I didn't even see the TMZ report. Then you pop the TMZ report up, and I'm like, damn, you know TMZ. They're usually right, you know. So, uh, so I just sit down. I'm thinking, you know, TMZ, they have been wrong a couple of times. You know, they did say Lil Wayne had died at one point. You know, they have been wrong. So I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe they don't got it. We don't know what's going on. Like 10 minutes later, my phone starts buzzing. You know, the CNN news thing drops. You know, the Fox News thing drops. Everybody's on it. And I'm like, damn, you know, I feel horrible. Then, you know, you see that it says – First, we see some about scientists saying his four daughters died, like all of his daughters were on there. And I'm like, oh, man, this is horrible. Yeah. So I look on the thing. I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, no, nah, it says five people died. It couldn't have been four of his daughters with him and the pilot. You know, that don't add, that, that's not adding up, so it can't be. And then, uh, you know, two or three minutes later after that, we found out that, you know, it was one of his uh, – his, um, one of his daughters was with him, man. So that was horrible. Then we find out it wasn't five people. It was nine people. That was horrible. <laughs> then we're then it's saying for some reason we're finding out that maybe that airplane wasn't even uh, the helicopter wasn't even supposed to be flying in that kind of weather. You know, that was horrible. So, you know, it was a horrible day for me, man. I ain't going to lie. I'm a Kobe guy. 
you know, I'm a Rockets fan. I'm a Kim Olajuwon guy. And close with a Kim Olajuwon is Kobe Bryant. Now, Kim Olajuwon is my guy. I grew up watching and admiring Kim Olajuwon. But when the Kim Olajuwon was playing, I was usually playing, you know. I was playing video games or I was playing. So I, I didn't. I didn't watch him as carefully as I got to watch Kobe Bryant, you know, into my college years and, you know, coming out of college and sitting down and, and, and enjoying the game more. And I remember I used to be a Chris Webber guy, uh, the uh, Fab Five. He came to the league. I used to be a Chris Webber guy. He's out there in Sacramento doing his thing. And then I think it was 2001 or 2002, they go against, they go against the Lakers. Shaq turns Webber into a – jump shooting guy, whoever used to dunk on boys, give boys the business, all of a sudden he turned into a jump shooting guy. And at, from that point on, I was a Kobe Bryant guy. Now, I always liked Kobe. Kobe was like my second or third player in the league. Him and Allen Iverson, they were they were close. But after that, I turned into a Kobe Bryant guy, and I've been uh, repping for him ever since. Uh, got to see his last game in Houston. Paid the, uh, paid the money. I think I paid like 100 and I got to, I I was out of town, didn't think I was going to make it, came to town that day, paid the 135 per ticket for me, uh, my son, and my uh, my best friend who passed away, his son, paid the 135 for the seats. You know how you got the last seat at the top, then they had two extra rows, three extra rows of uh, fold-out seats. We in the back fold out seats for one thirty five. Happy to be there. Uh caught his last game at a bar. You know, that was one of the one of the hypest nights of my life. Uh sports wise, watching Kobe drop that sixty on them boys for the W, you know, I was hyped. Uh, and you know, it's funny, man, we were just talking me and you and Sam were talking about that that moment like on the Thursday before he died, man. Just saying yeah. I was just letting y'all know that it was when uh, what's my man's name? What's the new guy's name? Uh, Zion. When Zion put up that quick seventeen, I was like, man, I never really got that hype off of basketball since Kobe dropped that sixty. So yeah. man, you know, it's just funny how it all circles around, man. And uh, yeah, R.P. to Kobe, dog. I'm a Kobe guy. Got the eight, got the twenty four jersey. Um, you know, only got a couple of jerseys, and uh, that's not Rockets. Well, only got two jerseys that's not Rockets, and that's that eight and that 24, man. So, yeah, RIP to Kobe, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Them some dope jerseys. And, unfortunately, I don't have either. You know, I just recently went to a Laker game. Dog, uh, the jerseys in the building is disrespectful. It ain't nothing but Kobe and LeBron's. I, I had a shack on, and I had the only shack on in the building. Like, it's Kobe and LeBron Central. It's not a lot of diversity in that thing. But um, them some dope jerseys to have right now. Man, I heard uh, Nike and all those outlets dropped. You know, they, they're not even letting none go right now. I guess they're trying to take Popeye's chicken sandwich uh, type of strategy and pull back before they release again or something like that. But, <clears throat> yeah, uh, truly tragic day, man. Um, here, here that Sunday in Los Angeles, it was a weird um, it was just a dry, gloomy day here. It was like there was no wind. It, there wasn't. It felt like it wasn't many people on the street, and it was dark. 
it was just a weird day. I was came outside the church and I was just kind of standing. The church was on like a main street, and there just was no cars, and there was kind of no wind, and there was it was just an odd day all around. But let's dive into a little bit of it all. Uh, the helicopter crash, man. How'd that happen? Now everybody's hearing hearing details about okay, it was too foggy, and other flights had been told to to land because the fog, the visibility, wasn't good enough. And let, it's a Kobe. Welcome show. to the Kobe Show. And the visibility wasn't good. <clears throat> so there's been a lot of details coming out, and there's an investigation. Um, being had to get some of the details. And so there's been some early details released on what happened with the crash. Now there's some, of course, we got the, the conspiracy guys out there, the Illuminati. You got people out there talking about, you know, the day before LeBron, you know, that Saturday night, LeBron just uh, passed Kobe on the scoring record. <clears throat> so this is Illuminati LeBron sacrifice. And, um, you know, the pilot was, you know, this, that, or the other, man. You had all the Illuminati shit. You got all those theories out there. Um, but then again, you know, there, there, there seems like, you, you know, something happened. You're hearing details, and they're starting to be able to judge the acceleration, and the, the helicopter seemed to be accelerating when it was crashing. Um, just a lot of details coming out. So, Let's get into a few of the new release details about some of the things that may have caused the error, the helicopter to crash. Let's listen. This morning, the NTSB says Kobe Bryant's luxury helicopter was not equipped with critical safety technology, a terrain avoidance warning system, or TAWS. Terrain, terrain, pull up, pull up. TAWS is common on commercial aircraft, and for years, the NTSB has recommended it for large passenger helicopters. But the FAA has not ordered the change. Investigators say it may have helped prevent this crash. Certainly, TAWS could have helped to provide information to the pilot on what terrain uh, the, the pilot was flying in. The chopper also did not have black boxes, a cockpit voice or flight data recorder that could have provided critical information about why the pilot crashed. On Tuesday, investigators removed pieces of the wreckage from this rugged hillside, as well as the final remains of the nine victims who lost their lives here. The coroner now identifies four of them, including Kobe Bryant and the pilot, 50-year-old Ara Zabayan a veteran aviator and instructor who was certified for both visual and instrument flight rules. Jacob Chambers was one of his students. Ara was, was the most capable pilot. Uh, he, he was, there was nothing that he couldn't do. Um, he was extremely safe all the time, safety first. So why was he flying in potentially dangerous weather? As thick clouds and fog moved in Sunday morning, trouble came fast. Flight data indicates the chopper dropped 350 feet in just six seconds, making a quick left turn and accelerating, slamming into the hillside at 176 miles per hour. The question now, did Zabayan become disoriented in the clouds or was there a mechanical problem? Jennifer Hammondy is leading the NTSB investigation. Do you have any credible information that this helicopter was in distress before hitting the, the hill? We don't have credible information on that yet. Nothing's ruled out at this point? Nothing is ruled out. 
Well, Willa, man, you, you, you hear it there, man. They're, they're trying to decipher where the, was their malfunction with the helicopter before it went down. You know, for me, man, what does it really matter? You know, if they're going to come up and say, I don't think we're going to hear anything crazy about a renegade pilot or some crazy Illuminati conspiracy, um, whatever it be, if there just be a malfunction of the mechanics of the helicopter or whether it be the pilot um, on some hot dog shit. You know, what it seemed to me, honestly, is like Kobe and the pilot may have been on some hot dog shit. You know, the pilot's like, hey, Kobe, man, uh, it's a little foggy. Kobe like, damn, man, you, you don't think you can shit, you know? You, you think that's a possibility, Willa, or do you think they just had no idea what they were getting themselves into? Man, it's hard to say, man. It was hard to listen to that. So from what I'm hearing is that, you know, that they didn't fall. They just crashed into the side of the, the hill, right? I mean, a yeah. side of the mountain or something. I mean, I think, you know, I think it was just too foggy, man. I think it was probably, you know, hey, we got this game. Um, can you get clearance? Uh, yeah, man, you know, I could get clearance, man. If you, you know, I think I could get that clearance. Hey, let's do it. Let's go. I, you know, I got you. You know, I think that's all it was, man. Um, you know, I don't yeah. think it was any, like you said, LeBron, Illuminati and stuff like that, blood sacrifices or anything like that, man. I just think, <laughs> you know, it, it was too, it was too foggy, man. And they ran into, ran into a, a, a hill, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I hate to hear that, man. Yeah. And didn't and have, then, you know, it wasn't equipped with this stuff that they're talking about to let them know. I don't know. You know, you're going 176 miles per hour. I don't know if that's going to, if it can tell you. I, I don't know how far the sonar goes out to be able to relay it back and let you know there's terrain coming or how high the hill was, if that was going to help them, you know. They let you know and, and you can't see, but they obviously couldn't see it, man. And, you know, they're probably, yeah, that's crazy. It dropped and made a left turn. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it was missing. Kobe's luxury helicopter was missing the, uh, I guess, the same device your car has, right? What is it, the uh, forward crash warning or the lane, the thing where your car pulls you back into the lane? Uh, Kobe's kind of, his helicopter didn't have that. And they also didn't have what's called a black box. And that's the recording in the cockpit. So, you know, but who want to hear that, man? I'm actually glad we don't have those screams. You know, I, I, I hate hearing those screams and last moments of death. Uh, I remember watching the um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez documentary when she was out there in Honduras. And they actually showed the moment where she drives off the side of the road. Look, man, it's disturbing. And any time I've heard death audio, whether it be Grizzly Man, uh, whether it be any of these dudes that got killed by animal or something like that, that, that dude who was out there with the grizzly bears in Alaska, stuff is disturbing. And the last thing I want to hear is people screaming on the goddamn helicopter. So it's actually good that they didn't have that in this particular instance. Um but nonetheless, man, just a terrible way to go out. A guy whose life was about having control and detail, 
in the end was in a situation that he had no control of. And like I said, man, it'd be a Kobe would be the last person that you would say if I came to you and said, I'm gonna give you all day to name a celebrity that died today. Shit, man, I could probably say I could probably narrow it down. I'm gonna give you 25 noteworthy basketball players that died today. Noteworthy that are still alive. You probably still wouldn't guess Kobe because his attention to detail and he's a control freak and, you know, he just seems to check all the boxes, cross all the T's, dot all the I's. So, you know, he didn't have some hot dog, inexperienced pilot. Like you heard on the report that we just played, the pilot was the best they had. Um, there's also some some footage out there floating on the internet that says um, the satellite base or whatever base that they communicate to um, kind of for next level of clearances. From what I understand, you got to get a clearance to go into different zones. Um they were saying to Kobe and the pilot, Kobe's pilot, that they were too low to detect them on the radar. And you heard, I'm sure a lot of us have seen the 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 video of the people who live nearby the, the crash in Calabasas. The one of the guys said it was so damn low, you know, it just sounded like 30 Harley Davidson choppers coming up the road. So, you know. Yeah, it's me, man. It sounded like a little hot dog and what's going on. It sounded like Kobe and old boy was like, you know what, man? I know it. Well, you know, let's go on the slidey slide. If we could slide it, slide it. Old boy probably had to hook up with old boy over there at the, at the station and all that. It's probably all good. You know, maybe it was clear airways that, that morning. Probably all good, man. I'm sure it wasn't no, no foul play going on with stuff that probably happens all the time. But obviously it got it got out of their hands. Uh, we got the homie on the smoke father himself. Free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke, hey. Sign, same question for you, sir, man, and uh, good evening to you. Thank you for stopping by, man, spending some time with your boy. Um, where were you? How'd you hear about it? And how'd you react? Oh, wow. Um, Man, I was at the spot. Uh, good e- Well, first off, good uh, good evening to y'all. Uh, I know this is basically y'all's night, you know, with the Lakers playing and paying paying tribute because of the first game being postponed. So, in reality, this is y'all's night. You know, I know how. You know, from everything I know, JP, you're you're a guy that was born and raised in uh, Southern California, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. And then with Willa, I know he's from Texas, but he's a big Kobe fan. So, uh, yeah, this is y'all's night, you know, and uh, and rightfully so. Um, so with that being said, um, wherever I was at, I was at the house, and I was actually uh, chilling, actually going in the kitchen, you know, uh and fixing up some shit for myself, and then all of a sudden, I get the alert, you know? And I'm like, 
Wow. Nah. No? And I'm like, I looked at it, and I said, wow. And I was like, okay, uh, what's going on here? And, you know, I kind of put it out there, but then I was like, all right, well, let's kind of sit on it. You know, like, not necessarily, like, sit on it as far as, like, um, not looking into it, but more like, do our due diligence, you know, because yeah. of, you know, at the end of the day, like guys like Kobe and all that, they, they live, they do live a, um, like a different life than us, whether we want to admit it or not, you know? So when that, sh- when that stuff happens like that, it's like, wow. Like I, the last time I felt like that way was Aaliyah, you know? I remember exactly where I was at when uh, I remember playing, you know, I was really young back then when Aaliyah died. Hearing about it, it was like late at night too, you know? I was playing like uh, basketball. I don't know how y'all do it over there, you know, where you're at or Will is at. It was like late night basketball, you know? And I was playing late yeah. night basketball. And all of a sudden I heard Leah died. I was like, what? You know? Kept playing. And got done with the little gang because it was like, you know, you know how like certain gyms where you can split the, split the court, you know? Yeah. I was just, you know, playing and all that. And then everybody was like, after I was done, I was like, yeah, man, Leah died. I was like, and that's how, that's the same way, you know, with the Kobe thing, except for now I was grown up. You know, back then I was young, you know? Yeah. Now I can yeah. do the news myself, you know? Figure it out and everything, ask people, and kind of control the situation. And with the Kobe thing, it was like, man. And then you started hearing the deep. Now, I didn't I didn't like the way it was reported. That's, that's the reason why I hesitated, because the reporting of it came out to be wrong, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. it wasn't wrong about Kobe, but how the reporting was. There was, you know, they... They, there was, I don't care what anybody says, and I believe one of the, I, th- I believe the reporter was suspended. Correct me if I was wrong, because I remember hearing that a reporter said it was Kobe and all his daughters, you know? Yeah, I believe yeah. that, you know, it was like the reporting was like, that's the thing about uh, journalism and all that. It's like, that's why a lot of, that's why. People wonder why TMZ was the first one to report it and why ABC, ESPN, which is the same, which is Walt Disney, NBC, Fox, CBS, why they waited on it. It's not that they didn't hear it. They want to get it right, you know? TMZ don't care, you know? Not saying that they don't, (laughs) not saying that they didn't get it right, but you can't mess up that that story. You know what I mean, JP? Yeah, man. Like, you can't mess it up. You can't. What I mean by messing it up, like Kobe, the Kobe part might have been right, but you cannot mess up the overall situation of that. You know, like who was involved, how it happened, all that. That's yeah, why there was a delay. It wasn't because oh TMZ. This they all heard the same thing, man. You know, like if anybody yeah, believes that T- 
TMZ got it way before anybody else. You don't know nothing about like media, jur- journalism, how it works. You know, TMZ yep. is we'll, we'll take one source and we'll run with it. The other ones are like the old school way, three sources. You know, sometimes four, and then we're gonna run with it because you can't mess up that situation. You know, especially a situation <laughs> yeah. where Kobe. Uh, is a guy that was, you know, an international type of guy in a lot of ways, but then found a home in South Southern California, right? And yeah, he did. Was and stayed there, you know, you know, even after he retired, and so he became like a, like, like a respected and like, um, you know known LA guy. So when you say that it's like you gotta be right on it. And so, you know, once it kinda became clear, it was like, wow, okay. This is true. You know, it is like it's really true. Like this and then you hear about the people involved and all that and it's like, man, his daughter, you know, other families, their daughter, kids, and it's like, man, this is an American tragedy. You know? The show is, yeah, yeah. And my man saw him, my man saw him right. We celebrating the life and times of Kobe's man. It's not a memorial. Look, I think we all have time, have had time to grieve. We've had our time to grieve. Um, At this point, it it, got to be a celebration by now. It's been near a week. It's been five days. Um. Look, man, I told y'all, I cried in the car Monday morning. I didn't cry in front of nobody on Sunday. I, when I got it, I do all my crying Monday mornings in the car. That's when I cry. And, uh, you know, ESPN was going heavy here in L.A. on all the Kobe shit. And, I, man, I got a soft spot for the daughters, man. And, you know, I just know the feeling. I know the feeling, man. Look, uh, we got some more family on. I think this, my man, is... <clears throat> Let me get him right. Uh, let me see what I want to bring my nigga in. I don't got nothing specific for the homie, though. But uh, let me bring him in. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. You're what up with you? What's good? What's good? Jig. Man, uh, where Yo, was you, man? Yeah, I, get, I got you. You hear me? Yeah, 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 I get I hear you. Man, I was just asking everybody, man, where they was when they got the news and uh, how'd you react when you first heard about it? Man, I, I was in the hospital, actually. I was I was at UCLA Medical, and uh, my wife uh, my wife called me because she didn't want me to hear it like, like all crazy or whatever. So she had a... Uh, she didn't call me to tell me, but I was asleep. And so she was about to let me go back to sleep. And um, she got up the phone, and, and then another one of my homeboys ended up calling me and asked me, had I been watching the news? I'm like, no, nah, you know, I don't watch the news like that or whatever. And he told me, he was like, man, Kobe had passed or whatever. I'm like, nigga, watch out. I'm like, damn, they hung up the phone on him. I'm like, man. Niggas wanted to fade Like I have wanted fade Like niggas wanted to fade when Cats was telling them that shit Like don't play with me like that man 
Yeah, for real. Yeah, I wasn't even I wasn't even ready to play like that. It was too early. You know what I'm saying? All of that. <laughs> and uh, he was like, nah, man, like, for real. So I uh, turned on the news, and it just so happened, like, all the news stations was, like, on commercials. So I'm like, man, come on with this shit. So I'm, like, trying to look on my phone. And as soon as, like, I, I don't even feel like I finished typing in Kobe's name. And it was like, you know, Kobe, you know, died, whatever. Horrific, uh, you know, helicopter crash or whatever. And you know, at the time they were just saying Kobe. They wasn't saying nobody else. It wasn't. It wasn't nine people. It was like I think they were saying like three people or something, something like that at the time. And um, you know, they weren't saying no children or anything. So I was like, I'm just like, man, nah. I tried. To, I feel like I tried to lay back down and everything, close my eyes and shit. Like I'm tripping. Like let me, let me get back up and do this again. And I, I look back at it, refresh my phone. It's still saying the same thing. They finally the news come back on. It's like on every channel, I'm just like, man, like, I, I couldn't believe it, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I really was just in shock. I didn't have any words, you know, obviously it wasn't any tears at the time, um, but I just, you know, I was like, not again, because I, I actually was in a hospital when Nip died, and I was like, in like low-key, like a induced coma, so Nip actually died, you know, while I was in a coma, and then when I woke up, you know, one of the nurses, she was a traveling nurse. She just had kind of alluded to the fact that Nip had died. And I was like, wait, what? Because he had already passed, like, maybe, like, two or three days earlier or something like that. No, it wasn't even two or three days. It was, like, a week earlier. It was, like, a week earlier. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it, man. It's just, like, crazy. So, you know, when this happened or whatever, I was just like, I, I, I just couldn't believe it, bro. So it took me a minute to even process, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Kobe's like the only player I've ever seen his career from, you know, whose career I've seen from like start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Like, he low key raised a nigga in his basketball thing. You know what I'm saying? When I came in, like, you know, uh, Jordan was already the man. And, um, you know, he was doing his thing, and you know everybody loves Jordan, but Kobe was different. You know what I'm saying? He's fresh out of high school. You know what I'm saying? I was, I feel like I was, uh, I was in junior high. You know what I'm saying? He was like my first little, you know, athlete that I was like, this dude is dope. I'm, I'm rocking with this dude. This is my dude. And you yeah. know, just to you know, rock with him his whole career. You know, 20 years straight with the with the Lakers or whatever. My favorite team, you know, as well. And um. And then for him to you know just die so suddenly at such a young age, it was just it was it was heartbreaking, man. Heartbreaking, man. Truly, 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 truly heartbreaking, y'all. I was surprised at the heartbreak, like how close it hit me. Now I was hit on yeah. on a few different levels. Um, as I was hit because like, man, I, I I'm not like there was a time I hated Kobe. Because of the Shaq situation, right? There was a time I hated it That was a touch-and-go situation. It was. I remember. But he came, you know, Kobe won your... Now, we got homies from around the country, but we got my partner in from Houston. We got my partner in from Seattle. And these cats ain't Laker fans. Right, right. uh, One of the best commercials, man, and I, I, I was thinking about downloading the audio, but the audio doesn't give it justice. You have to see the visual. And it was uh, in Kobe's last year. I don't know if you guys remember the commercial. It was a 
one of the best commercials. Um, Kobe, the mama like mentality Kobe. one with with Kanye. No, it's Kobe's walking off the court and it gets dark, and a fan stands up like, "I hate you, Kobe," and then Kobe oh, stops yeah, yeah. and he points at him. And then another fan says something else in the dark, and it's another fan with a different jersey on. And he's like, I hate you, Kobe. And then another fan in a different section points, says something in the dark, and it's like, I hate you, and he has a different jersey on. But, and then it, they all stand up and start, and it's every fan in different jerseys saying they hate him, but it's like a tribute to the love and respect that they have. Right. Um, and the thing about Kobe, man, is that he just made you. Respect him. Like, I wanted to hate him so bad for a while. Oh, yeah. But, dog, Kobe yeah. gave it, gave us everything. He he, he gave it yeah, everything. everything we you could want out of a out of a basketball player. And that's what we about to start getting into, man. We about to start getting into the man that was. And let's start that off by saying this. Kobe a bad motherfucker. I, man, I didn't see Kobe do some shit. People ain't, hey, bro, I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit 13 threes, and this motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is a hey, Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Hey now. Hey now, Willa, let me ask you now. <laughs> <laughs> hey Willa. Uh, now who he said he is? He said he's Steph Curry and who else? <laughs> I could do both. Oh, hey, that boy Bootsy is a fool, man. Boy, yeah, that boy a much fool. Much love to Bootsy, dog. Must hey, be hit thirteen threes in a row. Hey, let me say this. One more time. This shit happened. Kobe a bad motherfucker. I man, I didn't seen Kobe do some shit. People ain't hey bro, I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit 13 threes and this motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is hey Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. Mm-hmm. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Isn't it? He's with the bob. That nigga said he's who got do blow. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, who the fuck is who got do blow? Oh, I, I was I was <laughs> referring to the Greek freak. I can't say his name. Either. Yeah, he's talking about Yannis. Yeah, he's talking oh, about Yannis. <laughs> I thought he was talking about like Ola Depot mixed with Iggy Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I think some sure, of ain't gonna murder his last name though. No, that nigga. Ain't no, knowing that Kobe actually at his best was never bald. Anybody that knows anything about Kobe, oh, at his best was never bald. Nah, like, that's the lowest fade you ever see though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the 81-point game and all that stuff, if you know anything about Kobe, Kobe wasn't bald when he was at his best. He was still good. He was still elite, but he wasn't his best, you know? No. When he turned into his best was when he 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 took off the fro. 
in between in between the fro and to the where he went kind of like really really low like one you know yeah. like where he had the little one fade that's where he was his best you know oh, oh, yeah. way, his fro oh, and then his one oh, fade no. was when he was like kind of pre prime and post prime but in between where he had that little he had that little one and a half one and a half you know going on and all that you know yeah. with the taper and all that you know lined up that's when he was his best Kobe a bad uh, motherfucker. I man, I didn't seen Kobe do some shit. People ain't, hey, bro. I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit 13 threes, and this motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is hey, Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. Mm-hmm. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, hilarious bro. bro. <laughs> that Ugas he said he said he was Ugas Depot. That's what he said. Half Ugas, half Depot. Oladipo. He didn't that right. <laughs> That nigga said it just made up an African nigga that we ain't never jump heard out of there. before. Right. <laughs> go jump out there with him. That nigga said he's Uga Dublo. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Boosie boy. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, man, the life and times. Hey, so, dog, what, what what made me love Kobe so much, man? And let's, let's you know how we do it around here, man. We, we put respect on shit. Uh, we definitely got to give a bird call for the homie. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. And Kobe, we ain't got nothing but motherfucking love for you. This day. To this day. To this day. Yes, sir, man. And, uh, you know, when we first seen him the first year, he airballed them goddamn threes. Oh, he man. airballed them threes. But uh, this is what Kobe has to say about that. Kobe Bryant will take it. An 18-year-old rookie. Short, no time remains. Bryant with a tie. Another air ball. You know what Babe Ruth said? He, he swings big and he misses big. Same thing with me. I have no fear whatsoever. If I take the last second shot and I miss, so what? Nigga, so what? <laughs> now, so let me what? tell you a damn story. <clears throat> About three years ago, I was playing third base for my co-ed softball team in a championship game. Them niggas have found out I was the weak link and start blasting shit down the third baseline every time. <laughs> hey, I want it off the field. I want it off the field. I went to my little team captain. I said, look, man. Everybody hit it that way. I said, take 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 me out first. Said, nah, man, if you do that, they're going to know you, you shook. I said, look, get me out of here. Long story short, I end up having to finish at third. But, man, look, that Mamba mentality is a motherfucker because I wanted out of there <laughs> at 33 years old. You know, and so for Kobe at 18 to be like, nigga, so what? You know, if, if I take the shots that I miss, so goddamn what, man? I got to hear that. Kobe Bryant will take it. An 18-year-old rookie. Short, no time remains. Bryant with a tie. Another air ball. You know, 
Babe Ruth said, he, he swings big and he misses big. Same thing with me. I have no fear whatsoever. If I take the last second shot and I miss, so what? Yeah, man. And at that time, I didn't know no better. I was like, man, this guy. Whoa, 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 regular, regular, regular. I wasn't overly high on him. I wasn't overly high on him at that point in time, man. But um, over the years, what you have to come to respect about him, and I I think what is the uh, outcrying sentiment of all basketball fans and and even people in general is what Kobe stood for, you know. And for us Laker fans, man, and this is why I think we have an argument for that logo change, is because Kobe lived basketball. You like if you ever gonna change the logo, who better than? Right. The Kobe Absolutely. ball was life. For me, it is life. I love everything about this game. Buckle up. Hey, real talk, man. No, but did you hear that story that came out recently, JP, about the logo, where they they wrote a story about it, how they don't actually acknowledge that the NBA doesn't actually acknowledge Jerry Russ as a logo because oh, really? that that they uh like they don't essentially they don't want to make it seem like it was Jerry West or any other player because it's a business. They don't want to pay royalties. If you if you make right. somebody a if you make somebody a logo Oh yeah, a, right. Yeah. And that's the thing what people don't understand. Jerry West has never made a cent off being the logo even though we all know he's the logo. Right. You know? And that's a, I can't do, believe that. And, he yeah, benefited from it, but he ain't made a, a cent off of being the logo. He made a royalty off of it, not. No, he hasn't made nothing. Nothing. Like he hasn't get the NBA has not paid him nothing off being the logo. And, and, I, and it's, I, it's like, I wonder how they've gotten away from that. Yeah, that's almost like that's why when, when they say, you know, when, <laughs> when they say uh White privilege, like damn, you still ain't you you, sh- you sure ain't tr- treating your white folks good? Cause that man, that man's like eighty something years old and still ain't got paid. You know, so that's a whole different discussion. But that's so when when it comes to that, it's like uh, that's number one. But the other reason why I don't feel like he'll ever, I, and and we we had this discussion behind the scenes, and uh. I was telling you why I didn't feel like, you know, it should be changed. And I, you know, I explained multiple reasons because, you know, I know how people are. Like, this was a tragedy. I acknowledge it. I'm not a Laker fan. I'm not, I wasn't a Kobe. Like, I always respected him and everything. Like, no doubt. I wasn't a Kobe fan growing up, you know. But I understand how people are. Like, Kobe wasn't the old, the only great player, uh, that we all saw growing up, you know, we can acknowledge that. And this tragedy was something we all didn't see coming. Right. So that being said, that's a situation that can, we, we've all been taught it could happen. Right. So if it happens to another one, are we going to change it again? You know, if the NBA, I know the NBA wouldn't do it anyway, but if let's say they did. Are we going to change it again? Are we going to change it again I for don't Michael? Think it would Are we going to change it again so, so, so for tragedy? You know, tragedy? I think it would huh? have to do with his, his, his work ethic and just what he gave 
in the NBA, right. same thing as Jerry West. I don't think it has nothing to do with his death. Just the fact that uh, who's been better, who put it, who's laid out a better twenty years of basketball aside from Kobe? You know, if you were going to modernize the logo, you know what I'm saying? As far as me, it is life. I love everything about this game. Fuck him up. See the thing of his whole mentality. If it was to ever change, it would be no better time. For for this reason, Simon, I understand what you're saying. No, yeah, um, no, that's different. No, no, that's different. Now, if you're saying that, yeah, but my point is, it's like, okay, okay, so number one, it didn't change when all these other greats retired or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So now I get it. Like this, like this isn't a basketball tragedy. This is a sports tragedy. Like nobody at that level of their stardom in their prime died like not in this prime like he was still playing but as far as like somebody that was that great in their sport you know at one time ever died this young i get it like nobody's denying that but they never like it never changed like when you're talking about like you know oh you know change the logo and all that it's like nobody died that young we get it but when you start talking about the logo and everything, it's like, when you start doing that, it's like, you open up a Pandora's box, man. I'm telling you. You start saying, the fan bases in Chicago and all that, let's say Mike dies or something, they're all going to say, Mike Mike doesn't deserve this. Mike don't deserve that. You know, it's like, that's why I say like, and like I said, the NBA does not acknowledge Jerry West as the logo. They don't. So when you say, oh, it should be Kobe, not Jerry. What they don't acknowledge him as the logo. So how That's are you gonna say bullshit. it should be Kobe over Jerry Red? Because to them, it doesn't exist because they don't want to pay. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say that totally all it is, but that's got to be some of it. Well, like see, Jerry West, is, it's not like some situation where Jerry West is collecting checks every month. Yeah, no, see, he's not. That into the man the is still working. With that into the equation, that changes everything because now it becomes a matter of licensing. And um, so, yeah, if they're not acknowledging Jerry West as being the logo, that changes everything. But let's just say prior to that new knowledge you just gave us, where we all thought Jerry West was the logo, the, the, the common knowledge for the past fucking five decades here, before five minutes ago. Um. Jerry West um, is taking this the hardest of anyone. And I don't know if you guys have seen Jerry West uh, and his reaction to Kobe's death, but Jerry West was the first guy Kobe came to live with here in Los Angeles when he was 17 years old. Jerry West is the guy who traded Vlade Divac, who was a all-star at that point for a 17-year-old out of Lower Marion, Marion High School in Pennsylvania. Jerry West was Kobe's stand-in father for two years when he was a young man. Jerry West Jr., I don't know if he's a junior, but Jerry West's son and Kobe are still, well, not to this day, but were um, very good friends because they grew up eating dinner at the same table at Jerry West's house. That said, Jerry West would be more all in favor of saying yes. Change that logo. If it's me, change it to Kobe. 
and 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 it's all it's just symbolic, and I'd be in favor of. Um, and I think nobody else could possibly could possibly be more deserving. To me, it is life. I love everything about this game. Buckle up. Because Kobe, man, he he didn't do like other athletes. You know, LeBron making Space Jam. Fucking Jordan went and retired for X amount of years. Damn, playing baseball, baseball came back. No, baseball. Michael Jordan. Hey, no, hold on, hold on. Michael Jordan did not retire for a couple of years. <laughs> Whatever the fuck I mean, you know, you know. I mean, hey. I, Welcome to the Kobe what show. Happened there. You know what happened there? Yeah, like you know what really Mafia, happened there. But, whatever happened to him gambling? But Kobe didn't give us yeah. none of that. Just a complete addiction and a complete dedication. To the sport, man, and that's what it, it, as I as I backtrack and I, I kind of go into all of this Kobe stuff has inspired me. That Mamba mentality and what what that encompasses. Kobe is, is had become an inspiration, and you know this is a dude who was talking shit to Shaq in practice, telling a a Shaq in his prime, "Hey, my nigga, you you coming in fat? I'm out here working hard, hard." You coming in fat. Kobe had balls and stood on his shit. All I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? Hey, man, Kobe had fucking balls, and he stood on his shit ten toes down. Like, and he stood on it. He stood on it, man, and... I'm, and I, I can't Kobe a bad motherfucker. I man, I didn't seen Kobe do some shit. People ain't. Hey, bro, I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit thirteen threes, and this motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is a hey, Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. Mm-hmm. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, I ain't gonna never get enough of that. Now, JP, man, we got to keep it real, and that's mm-hmm. something that you know it's hard to do being Kobe fans. But Kobe wanted to be Michael Jordan. Kobe Absolutely. didn't do anything. Kobe, of course. Yeah, Kobe. And I'm glad Kobe's NBA that. career wasn't wasn't close to Michael Jordan. <clears throat> oh, Michael wow. Jordan M- Michael Jordan got kicked out the league. Uh well, you know, he they told him to get out the yeah, league. Yeah, he was get, hey, what was said? <laughs> he came That's back. That's why when he said it, when JP said that, I was like, yeah, he was we can make up any story we want to be, but no! the reality was that man oh, went out the league shit. because he had no Say something else. Oh! Say something else. Say hey. something else, nigga. Hey. If if there's anybody who deserves it, who deserves the logo, it's Michael Jordan. And we got to just keep it real. I mean, people wanted to be like Mike. People wanted to be like Kobe, but that's not the same. That wasn't the same. Kobe's uh, Kobe shoes ain't selling right now. They they weren't selling. Kobe had the Adidas. Nobody wanted them. Kobe's got the low top joint. You know, uh, nobody's wearing them. They're wearing them now. No, I mean, I, how old are you again? You yeah, but they're not, hooping? Mike. We too, we too old to be wearing low top hooping. You weren't wearing no low tops when you was hooping, man. Get out of here. So, uh, you know, the whole if, week. If we keep it one hundred percent. Kobe was the first nigga to bring low tops. Next thing you know, yeah, every Kobe nigga had low tops. 
He brought low top soccer. He did. And he tore his Achilles heel. That's what that's what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Say it again. Say something else. Oh, say something else. Say something else, Snooker. I love Kobe. I love Kobe, man. But he, if there's anybody, I don't think they should change it. I mean, I don't think Jerry West should get it. I think yeah, they should I don't keep think, it yeah, yeah. anonymous. Yeah. But if there was don't anybody that gets it, it's Michael Jordan, though. I mean, it, it is who it is. I mean, we got to I don't think it should be changed. I I don't think it should be changed at all. I mean, and that's the point I'm all. That's the point I'm making is like number one, I don't think it should be changed because that's something that I grew up on the whole time, and the logo is like people act like the logo looks like, a, like I don't know, like it's. It like looks like a, a white boy. No, I'm, uh, I don't know about that, but it looks like, yeah, like, like, like a white boy. Oh no! I think it looks like a white boy. You, you, you tell guys know it's a white boy. You tell about that fake ass car you got going. That's not a black dude. Hey, let me ask. You, let me ask y'all a question. What's the difference? The car, hey, but Michael Jordan between... has some of the wackest uh, crossovers. Oh, yeah. To be honest, Michael Jordan did not have handles like that, but that dude knew how to get to his spots. Let's be honest. No man, Michael that, Jordan that did not have great handles, man. A nigga lean more than that logo, and if that's a white boy on that logo. That's no, but hey, JP, JP, sure. will you yeah. acknowledge? Did Michael Jordan have great handles, great crossovers? No, no, he did it not. Is, it's not even about having handles. It ain't like Kobe had the greatest handles. Plenty of cats in the league had. No, but Kobe had a crossover. Mike, man, Mike, Mike looked like Mike looked like. You know how you throw the ball but on one side and, and hopefully point. catch it on the other. That's the way Mike dribbled at times. Mike only Mike was a good shooter. Mike was a shooter, man. He's a shooter, and he's going to get to the right. But look, though, guys, Willa, walked right into my segue, man. Yes, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, look, the whole entire world, after Michael Jackson, arguably the biggest star the, the world, the world has ever seen in the 20th century, is Michael Jordan. Number one is Michael Jackson, undisputed. But number yeah, two... Absolutely. Uh, quite arguably, is Michael Jordan. And everybody wanted to be like Mike, for sure, on the planet fucking Earth in 1994. Everyone on the planet Earth wanted to be like Mike. And and that's a fact. But here's the beauty about Kobe. The balls. The audacity. You see, because Kobe is the only dude from everyone after Mike who said, I will be better than him. And then it was no holes barred. All I him. have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? Kobe, the only dude who had the nuts. You see, none of these other, everybody else rather pay reverence than try to dare to be better than the greatest. But Kobe, the only dude that had the nuts to say, I'm going to be better than him. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be him, and I'm going to be him better than him. So I got some context on that exact narrative. Let's listen. You don't think LeBron Be like Mike. You don't... Planet Earth wanted to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. But no one actually had the nerve to try like Kobe. LeBron did something different. 
he's Mike meets magic. You know, there were some bigs like Shaq who were, di- but who would dare? The greatest athlete in the history of sports, Michael Jordan, the most talented, the hardest worker, the most competitive, the most successful, who would dare try to match that? Not as something new. Mm-hmm. Six foot six shooting guard studied his mannerisms clearly as we all did, right? His moves, the way he dressed, everyone. Kobe didn't say, no, no, watch this. I'm going to do, in, in chess, it's called an asymmetrical strategy. Someone opens one way. If you counter with the same move, since they have the initiative, you're always behind. So there's something called an asymmetrical strategy. They open one way, and you put pressure in another way. So you don't have to face them head on. Kobe said, no, there's nothing going to be asymmetrical about my strategy. I'm going to do Mike better than Mike. And he almost got there. Like, it's the most insanely competitive, no smoke and mirrors, I believe in myself, that, that we saw in that generation. And, and the fact that, that he would be the one to dare to do it and then basically do it is, is a testament to the kind of belief he had in himself. And I think why he could be satisfied with himself in his second act. What do you think about it, Willa, man? What do you think about that, man? Like, Kobe, the dude who said, yeah, I'm going to work harder than the dude they said that worked harder than anybody. I'm going to do fadeaways better than my footwork's going to be better than the dude they said that was better. You know, what do you think about the attempt and damn near and, and getting on Goat Mountain? What about it? I mean, man, like, the, the, key, I, the, key, I the key word is damn near. I mean, that's the right. key word, damn near. Sit, you know, it's like I'm a Kobe guy, and I, and I hate to be going against Kobe. He's in my top three, you know, and, but he's not MJ. He tried it. He did, you know, he was he had a better jumper than MJ. He had a better crossover than MJ. He, he probably had better skills than MJ. But, you know, we talk about this Mamba mentality. The thing is that Jordan had it times a thousand. Jordan wasn't going to lose. He didn't lose when he got there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, he tried, it's and he did a upon, damn great it's job. All based upon my my thing is this. Everybody tips. wanted to be like Mike until they wanted to be like Kobe. Now, I come from the, I come from the era when, you know, Mike was first. I love Mike. Mike was a man. Everybody wanted to be like Mike. It's, it's all about Mike. But nobody, but everybody didn't want to be like Kobe. Wanted to be like Mike, except for Kobe. We went from hollering. People never hated Michael shooting, Jordan shooting in Chicago. Balls. Well, of course, but I'm saying people went from shooting paper balls in the trash can to saying uh, Jordan to saying to Kobe. Kobe. You don't hear nobody yeah. saying Jordan no more. But, but this don't is the problem Jordan I have with man. Jordan is number one. And look, Jordan, hey, Jordan is my it, number one. But Kobe changed that narrative. Change, yeah, I don't know narrative. if it's because it's a generational thing, and you know the younger, you know, like as the generations go by, you know what I'm saying. Then now the, the younger crowd who doesn't know as much about Mike and know more about Kobe have have taken over. But that, that's just the fact of the matter. It's, it's you know you ain't hollering out Jordan no more. You hollering out Kobe. But nobody's that's wearing the Kobe threes either. Go ahead. You, you absolutely right. I got a closet full of James. I got probably about one or two pairs of cups. I have nothing, but when I when I when I put when I put a shot up, 
I'm not hollering out Jordan. <laughs> now, mind you, Jordan is my number one. But I'm not hollering out Jordan. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. Not because he's not the man. Not because he don't deserve it. It's just, it's just not what I do. Right, you're hollering out the guy that tried to be the guy. So that's the same thing as hollering out the guy. The same you thing. Can say, you, you can say it like that if you want to, but call me in those slouch. No, but see, now, the, the difference we, we the, the, the difference in is we talking about the number of championships, which is one, okay? Which is one. Now, if we want to further assess and start to really split hairs and nitpick, you, you are the technical, Kobe. Kobe left. Hey, Willie, you Kobe, know what I do? You know I, I just be talking about Kobe Hawkins and Jeff Hornacek on your ass. <laughs> you won't be talking about Hersey Hawkins and Jeff Hornacek. Talk about and MVP. Russell. Talk about MVP. Talk about scoring champion, uh, scoring titles. Talk about. JP, black he guys. won like hey JP. You he won the, ten scoring, scoring titles, bro. Number one to me. Jordan, my number one. Hey, uh, James Harden had a higher had a higher average than Jordan. This is what I hear. I just said James Harden had a higher average. James Harden just averaged thirty-five points per game, and Mike didn't score that much. So you know, I don't know what you know. I don't know what you say about that. When good old James, and I think we all kind of have a a, a pretty grip on what James is. James gave you 35 per game. Kobe ain't never gave you what James gave you per game. So if we go and buy points, you score points per game. Just championships, man. Championships, I, I don't subscribe fully to the number of championships you have because we have some of the greats in the NBA. The number two all time scorer, Carl Malone, does not possess. A single ring. And to say he has no MVPs either. And to say he's not great is foolery. To say Carl Malone wasn't great is some fool shit. Um, Fucking, you know, some of the greatest players that ever played the game. The guys that are, you know, tipping the the goat mountain, they call it. Charles Barkley, not a ring. John Stockton holds a lot of. Held in a lot of Reggie records. Miller. Reggie Miller. So the list goes on and on, man. But I, I, that's that's a story for another day. But uh, Kobe, that that's one of the reasons why why I came to respect him definitely, man. Just his his sheer. And then, like I said, it was a time where I hated him, but you you couldn't you couldn't hate on him, man, because he brought it too much. He brought it. And at the end of the day, that's what everybody has is expressing right now. Whether you were a Laker fan um, or not, you just share reverence for the way that man just kept bringing it. You know. For me, it is life. I love everything about this game. Fuck him up. And he and he really lived that. And and I had a I learned to have a as I've gone through the archives and listened to different people commentary. I've learned to just have a, a complete different level of respect. And I wanted to give y'all like, and, and everybody's talking about this new mama mentality. And guess what? I'm living this mama mentality, homie. Every morning I wake up every day, 
I want to live by the Mamba mentality. Kobe truly did not waste a minute of, of his life, dog. He truly did it. You know, I'll sit here mindlessly watching YouTube from time to time and watching really dumb shows that really do nothing to add to my intellect, add to anything that is important in life. And I can do that mindlessly for a day if you give it to me. But I, I don't try to relish in it too much, but, I, you know, we call that relaxation sometimes. But Kobe didn't do that. Kobe's, Kobe's way of life, his, his psychology was squeeze every bit of this thing. You'll get better than him. But Jay, Jason Williams, uh, my, from my favorite college, Duke, and uh, had his career cut short. This is, was going to be one of our brightest stars going to the league, brought us a title. Him, Dunleavy, uh, Shane Battier. I think Boozer might have been there at the time. Anyway. Uh, his, his little uh, encounter with Kobe. Let's listen to this. We were playing against the Lakers, now, and we were out here in L.A. So the game was at 7. You know what? I'm going to come to the Staples Center. Because we're playing this one. The Lakers had Kobe and Shaq. Okay, this is... This is like the championship Lakers. So, you know, I'm going to get there at 3 o'clock. I want to make sure I make 400 made shots before I go back into the room and then I sit in the sauna and I get ready for the game. So, you know, get in the car, get to the gym, get there, and as I'm walking onto the court, who do I see? I see Kobe Bryant already working out. So once I set my foot across that line, I start working out. And so I worked out for a good hour, hour and a half. And when I came off, after I was done, I sat down, and of course, I still hear the ball bouncing. I look down, I'm like, this guy's, this guy's still working out. So he was working out. For like, it looks like he was in a dead sweat when I got here. And he's still going. And it's not like his moves are nonchalant or <laughs> lazy. He's doing like game moves. You know? Um, I sit there and I unlace my shoes. I'm like, I want to see how long this goes. I sit out there and watch. Another 25 minutes. And he got done. I said, okay. I think I've seen enough. Go play, you know? Come back. Get in the sauna, get ready for the game. That game, he drops 40 on us, okay? And after the game is over, I'm like, I, I have to ask this guy. Like, I, I have to understand, like, why, why he, he works like that. Right. So after the game is over, I'm like, hey, Cove, like, why, why were you in the gym for so long? He's like, because I saw you come in. And I, and I wanted you to know that it doesn't matter how hard you work, that I'm willing to work harder than you. So Cove told that nigga, who he was far better than and could never, the dude could never be better than him. He told him, <laughs> he, dude asked him, Kobe, why you was, why you stay so long on the court working out? Kobe told him, because I wanted you to know, no matter how hard you're willing to work, I'm willing to work harder than you. This is already the dude who's blessed with all the talent. And that's the testament to Kobe, man. And this is another reason why I just had, I came to love him so much over the years. Kobe ain't, Kobe's not Jordan athletically. Kobe's not LeBron athletically. Kobe's the, the next tier of athleticism. You see, Kobe not Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Kobe's not Kobe. Yeah, Kobe could do a little between his legs when he was a rookie. Kobe won the dunk contest. He could do a little D Brown and cover his eyes. But Kobe, 
is not the top tier athlete, dude. He's nowhere near the top tier athlete. And Kobe's testament is one of work, of sheer work determination, and I'm going to put in more work than you. So before you uh, start the rapper down, man, I want to play this sound. And over the years, Kobe had a lot of competitors, if y'all remember. Like Kobe came in in 96, uh, there was a lot of guards in the league at that time, more physical guards. But some of the dudes just off the top of my head that were uh, that were said to be on par with Kobe in, in his career, of course, Vince Carter. If you think about Toronto, Vince Carter, for a moment in time, he was better than Kobe Bryant. Uh, if you think about early Alvin, uh, Allen Iverson, for a moment in time, Allen Iverson, for a moment in time, he was considered better than Kobe Bryant. Uh, for a moment in time, Tracy McGrady, when he was winning scoring titles for the Orlando Magic, he was considered better than Kobe Bryant. For a moment in time, we had guys like uh, Ray Allen for, for Seattle back in the day. Him and Kobe were, you know, some could say them guys were prototypes of each other bodybuild-wise. Uh, guys just came through the league like Steve Francis and uh, Gilbert Arenas and all these guards, these perimeter players over the years. But there was one dude through all them years. Uh, Steve uh, Steve Nash won won two league MVPs and in years where Kobe, I think, in, in Kobe's eighty-one point league uh, point game that year, Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs. Um. So there was a lot of players throughout the years, even Tim Duncan. And I have uh, friends that can argue a strong point that Tim Duncan was a more dominant player in that era than Kobe Bryant. Um, Point being that there was a lot of dudes who who were around and came and went. But Kobe stood the test of time and prevailed and was the last man standing in it all. And sign me and the fellas. We had a, a riveting, our infamous. Hey, Kobe. Was, I mean, Tim Duncan was better than Kobe. Let's oh, make that yeah, clear. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not, and I don't want to talk about the whole. I don't want to do this, but and I when I when I base the way I judge players, I don't base it off who I like better, who looks better on the this and that. If you if you want to base it off accomplishments on who did like who was better as far as what they did individually, there's really no way you can argue that the the late, great Kobe Bryant was better than Tim Duncan. If you believe he was, I'm good with that. I'm not going to argue. No, I'm not debating Kobe no more because, you know, he needs to rest in paradise, man. You know? And that's how I feel. But, uh, you know, to me, it's not even a discussion who's better between him and Tim Duncan. I mean, when... Uh, I don't you know fuck I mean? with oh. you. You don't have to. Remember, like remember, remember, like remember it was Tim Duncan that was MVP. Remember it was Tim Duncan that was MVP the year. He ended the like, big three. Totally I mean, the, uh, the, the, the three-peat. Don't, never forget that. It was Tim Duncan that ended the three-peat between... Uh, Shaq and Kobe. He was MVP, and his team wasn't that good. The team has always not been that good. They've had the same team, and they've always rocked 
everybody with that same knock. That shows team. how good he is. It's because they got great coaching. <laughs> no, it's not him. They got great coaching. Oh, it's not him, but he was the number one bought, overall pick. Bought in. Nah, they got He was the number one overall pick. Dog, look, man, let me explain to you how basketball works. The man it's was not, the number one overall pick. We can go. We, he, we can go like you, like you just said. This ain't, this ain't about emotions or about what people like. Or okay, who got who got who got who? Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, but I don't care about it. no. We're talking accomplishments, brother. We're saying no. That's what I'm saying. What did he accomplish? We we talking about accomplishments. Okay. Okay. Who's who's got who's got more who's got more regular season MVPs? More regular. Uh, Season MVP? Probably Tim. Uh, I think Kobe might only have. No, there's one no. Probably it's Tim Duncan. Who's got more Finals MVPs? Tim Duncan. Who never missed the playoffs? Tim Duncan. Like, I mean, they got the same I'm amount of championships. You, Tim, so, like, are you saying Tim Duncan like, better than Jordan? What is that you say? No, no, no. Because he got more than Jordan. I don't fuck with you. Why'd you bring up Jordan? Why'd you bring up Jordan, dude? Because I don't even know why he's better. You're you're saying that he's better in the sense that that makes uh, that it that that matters in that way. It doesn't no, matter because that way. Tim Duncan doesn't have any ring. of those things. What does that mean? No, no, bro, you made up stuff because I Tim Duncan doesn't have any of those things that I just mentioned over Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has more MVPs than Tim Duncan. He has more Finals MVPs. Than Tim Duncan, he has more championships than Tim Duncan. He has more scoring titles than Tim Duncan. He was consistently better than Tim Duncan. Like, why did you just say what, that, what, man? You what, just made up I'm, stuff I'm for saying, no reason. I'm saying, I'm saying that to make the point that the way that a you're point that didn't make no sense. I just said the the point is the way that you're comparing him to Jordan. I mean, him to Kobe is as simple as comparing him to Michael Jordan. So it's and exactly, and I acknowledge he's not better than Michael Jordan. Your character is just as simplest to compare him to Kobe because we all know Tim Duncan is not better than Kobe, and it has nothing to no, do with accolades. No, who's we all know? It what are you talking about? We like the how world do you how do you, you base know, it on? on the planet Earth, and there are people that walk the ground on planet Earth. We are the people. You just know, dude. You were just we know no, that Michael Jordan. You, we know that on, Michael Jordan on. is number one. Will it? Hey, we're we, step we, in. We know that Hold Michael on, Jordan is number one. Okay, okay, we, we okay, know okay. Kobe, we know okay. that Kobe would be number but two. But you just tried to argue earlier, earlier, just like about all. ten minutes ago or whatever. You just tried to argue, and Willa, if Willa's still on, he can verify. Y'all were trying to, you and JP were kind of low key trying to co-sign that Kobe was better than Michael or just as equal. I've always. So what are you, you talking about? Ten minutes ago, you also hear that I said. Michael Jordan is my number one. It doesn't work that you've way. It's me, either one way or the other. You, you've never heard me co-sign anything. I think you might be that misunderstood. I've never said one was – I've never said Kobe was number one. Absolutely not. What I did say is at some point the narrative changed, and people went from what saying narrative? Michael Jordan. The narrative that people uh, start wanting to be like Mike and started wanting to be like Kobe. People no longer want to be like Mike. They want to be like Kobe. That's oh, okay. That's but then that's it. when Willis stepped in and said, but people still buy the Jordan shoes, which is true. Exactly. And I also said that I have more Jordan shoes than Kobe all day long, and I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, where were you when I said I that? I mean, look, man, I'm not, I'm not going to debate it. You know, let, let the man rest in peace. But 
you actually talking out of both sides of your mouth, man. The truth of the matter is most is people that, talk out of both sides of their mouth. It opens up on both sides. Hey, well, not me. All I know is this, man. You're like talking out the everything you're saying right now, you was trying to do it with uh, MJ. Look, it's all opinion. If you think if you not think Kobe's the best, listen, listen, if listen, you think listen, Kobe's the best. This. That's good it's, with that. I'm good with that. I've already told you Michael Jordan number one, Kobe number two, Magic number three. That's my list. That's my opinion. Those are my facts. If that's not yours, yeah. that's fine because, that's once again, that's my opinion. But I've already given yeah. my opinion. Yeah. What I'm trying to say yeah. is you can't sit here and say that <laughs> Tim Duncan is better than this. That's like I can saying say whatever I want, number one, Carl and Malone number two – has a, a championship ring and Carmelo doesn't. That makes what, what no sense. Bro. No, dude, you acting like Tim Duncan was a scrub, dude. You you acting like I'm dude, not acting you, like you, anything. But what I'm saying is there are finite nuances to this thing, and you can't just say exactly. oh because he has a couple of these and a couple of those. That no, it's more. I didn't say. What's funny is like I didn't, that's not the only thing I said. I that was the last. It's funny because that was the very last thing I said. Now you're just trying to front. I talked I'm about what he did individually first. I talked <laughs> I about what he did it. individually first. I don't know. The you. very last thing I said was his ring. What I what I said was you, you said free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. Then Kobe Bryant, and I said I beg to differ in that matter. And then you yeah, started to cool. name all the no, but you said ring. No, you said Ty Lue and some other stuff about ring. The very last thing I said about Tim Duncan was his ring. The thing about Tim Duncan was this: from from the, the time he stepped in the uh, the the game, rookie of the year, All Star, first year in the league, and all that. Then second year in the league, he won an NBA championship. He was Finals MVP. Then he won more MVP. He won more regular season MVPs. He won more Finals MVPs. Then Kobe, he never missed the playoffs. And then the very last thing I said was about the championships. First thing you went to but, was about the championships. No, they're never but then the playoffs. JP a, and a you said earlier that championships are overrated. But the very first thing you brought up was championships, brother. I didn't say championships were word. overrated. He said championships were overrated. I think you mixing our two opinions together. No, you guys are I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. Hey, look, man. I'm not going to debate it anymore. I'm just saying. To say that it's not close, then you're just being, you know, what you are. But, hey. not close. What, to say, like, it's like it's not a comparison and this. Bro. The thing about basketball is very simple. Everything can be separating your fandom and separating and everything is what is somebody a, does in their career. I, I will never take anything away from what anybody does in their career, whether I like you or not. If you look at Tim Duncan's career and look at the things he accomplished, you can never take that away from that dude. He's a bit, what, but that's what I'm saying. What is anybody taking away from him other than the fact that I said he's not better than Kobe? That's okay, that's I your opinion. Was, but you made it seem like, trash. oh, everything that you can bring up that Kobe did, Tim Duncan did more. That's a fact. Except so for he like, more points. have more influence on on the league. He didn't have more influence. Yeah, but, on the but you don't have more. Bro, you're talking about you're talking about outside entities. We're talking about 
What I'm you did about, on the court. Accomplished, brother. Play, I'm talking about period, point blank, flat out, whatever you Yeah, yeah, fanboyism. It's okay. I'm good with that. If you think he's better, I'm good. Right. Kobe is so the so man. That's, so that's all Kobe is a great, and his his passing was a tragedy, bro. But this is a problem with people. People feel like giving somebody credit, you have to you have to tear another mother uh, another man down I to give him credit. Down. You don't that's have to problem. do that. Kobe I mean, is I mean, a great. Down? Will always be a great, and he earned it, and that's it. Who did I tear down? Did you hear Dude, me say? you guys were talking earlier, and you guys were trying to compare. And, bro, Willa heard it, man. You guys were trying to make it about Embry and then who, Tim Duncan and all this stuff. Come phone. on. Put who heard it on the phone because I think you're confused with what I said. I haven't, I haven't talked about anybody badly. I haven't said anybody was trash. No, I said but Tim Duncan wasn't better than Kobe. That was the yeah, that was verbatim what I said, and and I also backed that by saying that was also my opinion. Yeah. Okay. No, I no, never but said you Tim Duncan was, was bad or trash. You said Tim Duncan didn't have that great of a team. I said they've always not had that great of a team. They've had great coaching. But that doesn't make Tim Duncan trash at all. Tim Duncan is the best. And so uh, do oh, hold hold nobody better. And that's and that's what you just did. You just did what I just said you were doing. You're what you're doing Which is, is what? you're trying to make it out to make your argument sound better, you just said that the Spurs, and I'm going to go word for word. You said the Spurs had great coaching, right? Right. So you're telling me Phil Jackson wasn't a great coach? Absolutely. So why did you say that? <laughs> like, you said it like Kobe had no coaching and he won or he did everything he did I, in his no, career. I didn't say it in like spite of no I coaching. I said. See, you can't add words or meaning to what I said. Because I said what I said. You have to use yeah. what I said and take that as it is. You can't read between the lines. You can't add to it on top. So why of would you say that when you know both played with great coaching? Michael Jordan also played with Phil Jackson. I didn't say Michael Jordan is great because he so, had Phil Jackson. No, no, we but you made it seem that like Spurs didn't like, have the best of teams, right? Do we not both agree that? What? That the Spurs didn't have the best of of team as far as like they had. They had a team that fit well together. They gelled together, and they and all bought in. And that makes Tim Duncan look even better. What, that that helps my point. I never said Tim Duncan was trash. That's why I'm trying to. We're arguing because I'm trying to understand where you felt. Like I said, Tim Duncan was a was a bum or something. No, no, not a, no, not at all. It's like my look, man. Look, I get, I get. Look, man. I don't even want to talk about this, man. The point I'm making was very simple. Was early on, you guys made it about. You kind of was, you guys were kind of insinuating like an MJ thing and all that. And and then Willow was talking about it. And then, and this was like, you guys, you guys mentioned, I I forget what you guys were saying. You said something about like Tim Duncan and all that. I'm like, hold up, man. If you talk about like, like, it depends on how you judge basketball. If you judge basketball by like. Tim Duncan is the best player at his position and, and there hasn't been anybody better. I don't know that there will be anybody better. At least there isn't at the moment. But but my point was you guys you guys said something and I was like hold up man like if you talking about like you know forget all the oh shoe sales and oh who who got young guys that you know look up to them we're talking about strictly basketball here 
right. strictly basketball, you cannot deny what the man accomplished. And the, my whole thing was, look, what happened with Kobe is a tragedy. I said it earlier, and I'm going to stand by it. You know, I mean, let's not let's not tear down somebody to build up Kobe when you don't have to do that, because what Kobe did in his career speaks for itself. I mean, that's all that we've been talking about. I don't think anybody is like trying to uplift Kobe because he died or or try to make Kobe above anybody because he died. Free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. But I don't. I don't think that's what's what's happening, or at least not from from my standpoint. Man, Sime, Sime is a smoke artist, man. I tell you. No, I'm you, not, man. Stop it. Stop you it. are I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. Got a gang of fucking smoke all the time, <laughs> and he think he don't never. I just call it how I see it, and all that shit. And I'm. I stay. I keep the same energy is what he always talk about. Sime, stay with smoke. But um. Man, we got we got the homie in. Um, shit, the homie gonna check in. He checking in a little. Let me get him queued up. We got the homie checking in from the Central Valley. Liddy again, Liddy again. I got it, we Liddy again. Liddy again, Liddy again. I got it, we did it, we Liddy again. Big homie RC, man. Uh, what's the what's the Laker game looking like, man? I'm not looking at it. Um, aside from that, the question I'm asking everybody is, where were you, and what was your reaction to the news of the Kobe death? Oh, man. Hey, um, JP, my fault, calling in late. I didn't know you guys were going in right now. Um, uh, I was just chilling here at the house, actually, with a couple of my boys. We were just kicking and watching this game. And uh, as soon as I seen the message, I was a little late on it, you know, but um, uh, better late than never, I guess. But um, I think, you know, I, I just seen right now uh, Lakers took the L by, I think, like 12. I think, you know, Damian Lillard had a crazy 23-point uh, third quarter. And Portland kept the pressure, man, you know. Um, for whatever reason, LeBron seemed way too passive tonight. I thought we were going to get that crazy LeBron, um, you know, points put out. And, and just do something crazy, but you know it, it's still early. A lot of a lot of teams have been really uh, uh, lethargic, as Willis said. Whenever the games are coming on, and it still might be a little too early, you know. But uh, um, yeah, so that's that was that. Um, but um, as far as where I was, I mean, you know, we didn't do the show live on a Sunday because I had uh, you know some football going on with my guys. And um, I was trying to, uh, I was trying to, I was trying to put up some, I was trying to put up some forty-five yard field goals, man, for the Chicago tape, so I could get me a little tryout or something, you know. But um, where I was when it happened was on the on the gridiron, back where I used to play in my high school days with a couple of dudes out from in the city and out the city, and I uh, had a little, um, I mean, you know, guys that are. Uh, recruits going into college, you know, I, I, I work with the football teams out here and I know a lot of people out here. So we were playing a, a good competitive football game. And when I heard about it after it was done, I was just like, nah, bro, fake news, fake news, fake news. It ain't happening like that, but it turned out to be true. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, I told y'all about the Kobe Bryant story that I had. And it's the only one I had, cause you know, I only seen Kobe live and in person one time from a, a, a 10 foot radius. And uh, just stone cold killer, like everybody says, man. You know, so um, 
Yeah, that was that, man. Uh, that was that. I was I was on the gridiron, and when I heard about it, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, truly a sad day, man. And, and this one, it, it crossed color lines. It crossed cultural lines. You know, there's there's few things in the world that cross the color lines, and that seems to be sports and music, if you ask me. Sports and music are the two things. This Kobe situation, man, it don't matter if you Asian, black, Mexican, we all family on this. <laughs> and that's so odd. Exactly. It's yeah, so exactly. Odd. And JP and like, and, and last time we were talking on the heavy-handed edition, I was showing um, my, my most heartfelt condolences to Dodgers, the Dodger fan base and the Dodger organization, coming from a giant standpoint, with the rivalry involved with, like you know, all of my teams are beat LA, San Francisco Giants, Niners, Kings, like the most heartfelt condolences. And then plus with the Lakers stuff, it goes without saying. I mean, I know the Lakers' biggest rivals would be like the Boston Celtics. You know, they would probably consider maybe Phoenix a bigger rival than Sacramento. But from the little brother standpoint, you know, Sacramento looked at it in a a totally different light than the Lakers would look at it. But at the same time, I was waiting on what Sacramento would post about um, the, the, the death and, and mourning of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and everybody else involved with that. And, um, you know, hey, first class organizations put up a very good standpoint, and I, I appreciated it and I waited for it. And um, it'll go uh, without notice a little bit because, you know, no one around the NBA world is worried about what Sacramento says about the situation with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant. But it's, uh, it, it's something to be taken notice on because – as Sacramento posted, you know, rivalries last for the time being, but legends live forever, just like Kobe. Yeah, and RC, uh, you know, we had the riveting debate. Uh, my boy Jig and, uh, and Syme really got into it. Um, the logo, man. Now, Jerry West loves Kobe. Jerry West is taking this harder than anybody. Syme dropped the new, the new science on us and said the NBA doesn't acknowledge as the logo, so that's a whole different story. But your your opinion on the logo change, your opinion on the Staples being named after Kobe, your opinion on Los Angeles, man. There's a lot of talk in Los Angeles. Mayor uh, Mayor Garcetti, I believe his name is here in Los Angeles, um, talks of a, a Kobe Boulevard, and 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 Katz is saying, you know what? They put Obama Boulevard from fucking USC to freaking La Brea going up what used to be exposition here in Los Angeles. We got a new Obama Boulevard that just popped up to most of our surprise out of nowhere. They're talking about doing a Kobe Boulevard, and they want that shit to go from the east side to the west side, baby, from the hood to the good. So, uh, RC, your opinion on those things? Um, I, I... I agree with the way the boulevard should be changed for sure. I mean, that should be the most like simplest, uh, the most simplistic change that should happen. I mean, Hey, think about it from a Sacramento Kings standpoint, uh, when the new stadium, new arena, I should say got built, it's right on the street name that got changed to David J Stern Boulevard. And we all know that David Stern was, you know, allegedly involved with some crooked business that screwed Sacramento, but Hey, he, he did save the franchise and you pay homage. Um, 
So with that being said, yeah, I mean, it's without question that that should be changed and, and at least show something like that. It's, it's, it's been around in all sports franchises. Um, as far as the logo goes, um, I, I've spoke to you guys about it. I mean, I, I don't have an issue with it if it would get changed. I just feel like it's a little bit of a drastic change from, um, you know, something I understand it's a big tragedy and all that stuff, you know, and it, it, and, and that's not to undermine it. It sounds like I am undermining it, but I'm not. It's It's a ridiculous tragedy for sure, but I think that it would be a lot of logistics involved with it business standpoint wise. And, you know, it could make some bucks up and, and, and do things that would be beneficial to the league in itself. Um, but I just think that uh, uh, obviously we can't put the Jordan logo on it, even though I think uh, uh, Jordan would be the next one outside of Jerry West. Come on, man. Jerry West was one and nine in the finals. You know what I'm saying? But still, whatever reason that the, the Jerry West logo is there, is it's there. And it just seems like it's such a, a nostalgical type feeling to where that is the logo. And until otherwise, I just think that, you know, we'll keep it as that. And it's no slight whatsoever. Because I'm going to tell you right now, JP, when that had happened Sunday, when I found out, when you're asking me where I was, I'm not going to lie, man. I'll keep it real on, on record right now. Not a... Lakers fan whatsoever. I dislike the Lakers. Uh and and Kobe probably gave me some early gray hairs that I, I, I shouldn't have had. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I shed some tears on Sunday, man. I felt yeah. it. it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot from a basketball fan. For me, I mean you know, you see me you guys you guys acknowledge me and I, I appreciate it. Like I love football. I played football, uh and, and I and football is my is my everything. But to me my main heart goes to uh basketball that's my main love man and from a basketball standpoint to the way i i molded my game and wanted to play like someone we all have someone that we wanted to play like i wanted to play like kobe and i try to play any game i was in involved with high school and all that to the streets like kobe and for me i can't tell you jp the the tears i shed that day from a basketball standpoint, I, I mean, I, and, and, and just uh, from a humane standpoint, not just basketball, you know what I mean? But um, that that day was hard. That's why we didn't do the show. I couldn't talk about boxing or nothing like that because of how much the shit meant to me. And uh, all of my close friends already knew. They called me and they're like, yo, I know you're not a Laker fan, but, but I know you, you had love for Kobe. Every, uh, anyone who knew me knew I had love for Kobe. And um, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was hard for me to get through the day. I couldn't watch no movies. I couldn't watch a TV show or anything to get through the day. Um, with that being said, with the logo issue, or not an issue, but with the logo debate, I wouldn't be mad whatsoever, and I wouldn't have any complaint towards it. I just feel like, for me, I just feel like if it, it, it just seems like um, a little bit of a drastic measure, but if it did happen, I wouldn't be against it. And, you know, um, I, I just feel like the the whole image of everything, you know, I don't know about Jerry West. I didn't see Jerry West play, but I know the logo and what it stands for and what it is. And, I mean, that's just the way I look at the NBA as far as the, uh, uh, the league with the logo standpoint. Yeah, yeah, that's real talk. You see, and I, like I told and you, Monday morning I cried, man, um, them tears was cold going down this old hot grizzled face. You know, when you got an yeah. old hot grizzled face and tears don't hit them often, tears are very cold. 
Um, but yeah, no, no doubt, man. Uh, same thing. And I was surprised. I was very surprised at the attachment I had to Kobe. And I thought about it. And I was like, you know, and being was older than me, um, I watched Kobe grow. I watched him change from a young, arrogant, selfish dude uh, to the dude he is now, a free man, man. And Kobe had his trials, tribulations with the whole Denver thing. Just young man shit. Young man shit. You make up with your girl. You overcompensate by her giant ring. Um, you know, dude, just, just, just got to watch this dude's in front of us. His trial and tribulations. Another instance where I lost it um, when I heard about um, uh, somebody got some mac on there. Um, where I heard about him and his uh, him and his family dispute. You know that that made me lose a lot of love for him. You know, so you know I, I'm a proponent of a person definitely. Uh, Respecting their parents, especially your mother and your father, when you make it to millionaire status. And Kobe, you know, we heard about all the allegations where him and his family had split, and he wasn't, and none of his family was at his championship at the, them championships, dude. You didn't see that dad. You didn't see his mom. Um, so Kobe had, you know, family problems, and he had issues like everyone else, man. And his, his life unfolded right before our eyes on TV in front of everyone. But I think at the end of the day, man, we just all had to respect him. Um, the Mamba mentality, the Mamba mentality. And uh, this last bit of sound I have, this last bit of sound I have, we've been burning for a while tonight. Um, and this is the Kobe show. This is definitely the Kobe show. Uh, and we playing respects to Kobe. Uh, hold on, man. Where is, where is everything at? Kobe show, yeah. Welcome to the Kobe show. But this last bit of sound we have, man, just to me is something that I'm going to continue to live by. At this point in Kobe's life, he has become like a dude that people who we consider smart, like the people who do TED Talks and things of this nature, Kobe had become a speaker that was packing houses to just get a a sample of his yeah of his psychology, man, of how he went about his life, and like I, I burned on earlier, it was a lot of players throughout Kobe's career who was compared to Kobe. Early on, Vince Carter was considered better than Kobe. Um, you had Allen Iverson, Ray Allen, Tracy McGrady, Steve Francis, Gilbert Arenas, Dwayne Wade. It was all these dudes who took a try at the throne, but they never got it. None of them ever got it. Paul Pierce, all of these dudes in that era took their shot at the throne, but Kobe never relinquished that shit. And that's where we get to this mob mentality, man. And this is what I just love most about Kobe. And this is uh, the thing that I'm going to take with me. Um, for the rest of my life, you know, um, you probably, if you've been following me here on the heavy handed edition and just kind of following the show, man, you know, that your boy, old, old, old heavy handed JJP, man, and did have to take on some jobs that I didn't know a lot about. And I was the boss of everybody doing these jobs. Um, so 
things I've been high on, and, and my motto I'll share with you guys, I try to be high on the things that don't take skill or knowledge. Being polite, being on time, showing up early, uh, smiling, being helpful, um, being attentive, just the things that don't take skill, I try to be really high on those things. And uh, that's part of the Mamba mentality. And, um, you know, I've, I've been the boss at a few places now, but I like, I always want to show up earlier than my staff. And that's a part of Mamba mentality. And uh, here's how Kobe says he gained his edge over the years, man. And uh, try to apply these things to your life, man. Kobe was leaving us jewels before he left this place and telling you how he became such a thoroughbred. Let's listen. If your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm-hmm. right? to do that, you have to practice, you have to train. Right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2. Um, you have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at 6. Train from 6 to 8. Right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again. Right? Those are two sessions. Now imagine you wake up at three, you train at four, you go four to six, come home, breakfast, relax, so so blah, blah, blah. now you're back at it again, nine to eleven, right? You relax and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, two to four, and now you're back at it again, seven to nine. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at four. Right? So now you do that and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger and by year five or six doesn't matter what kind of work they do in the summer they're never going to catch up because they're five years behind (laughs) so it makes sense to get up and start your day early because you can get more work if i start earlier i can train more hours and i know the other guys aren't doing it because i know what their training schedule is right so i know if i do this consistently over time this, the, the gap's just going to widen and widen and widen and widen and widen and they won't be able to get that back. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it was just common sense. I'm like thinking, how can I get an advantage? Oh, start early. Yeah, let's do that. Kobe a bad motherfucker. I, man, Co- I done seen Kobe do some shit. People ain't, hey, bro, I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like this motherfucker would hit 13 threes. And this motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is a Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm, t- I'm talking about with the bald head and the bob. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Isn't it? <laughs> man I That's hilarious, man. I ain't gonna get enough of that, man. But um, yeah, life and times of the homie, man. Uh, he 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 really did it big for us, man. And I'm gonna give all the shit. Before all I go. have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. You understand? Yeah, the homie didn't break his balls, man. And all he had was a gang of balls, a gang of audacity, uh, and was bold as a motherfucker, and really was about. To me, it is life. I love everything about this game. Was really about that life, dude. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's it's not a lot we could say, man. You know, we could say everything you want to say, and it still wouldn't be enough 
um, you can say everything you want to say, and it still wouldn't be enough for Cole, man. Kobe Bryant will take an 18-year-old rookie. Short, no time remains. Bryant with a tie. Another air ball. I don't know what Babe Ruth said. He, he swings big and he misses big. Same thing with me. I have no fear whatsoever. If I take the last second shot and I miss, so what? Yeah, man. Uh, uh, words can't express the, the admiration and the appreciation. Um, live, live the life. Live the life to its fullest. Live the life to its fullest. Didn't waste a second. That's his motto. Uh, squeeze the juice out of this thing, man. I'm going to try to apply it to my life. Jig, before we wrap it all up, family, uh, any last thoughts on anything, bro? Man, RIP Mamba, GG, everybody else on the airplane, uh, uh, the helicopter, whatever, man. And, uh, yeah, man, that's it. RIP. That's in paradise. No doubt, no doubt, man. And uh, I'm going to thank everybody for stopping on by, man. And we got this call be off. It took me a minute uh, to get it together, man. I just wasn't ready to express it all. But, uh, you know, shout out to Kobe. Shout out to the uh, Adabelli family. Um, shout out to the Chester family. And shout out to the Mauser family. Shout out to the pilot, um, Ara Zayaban. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Man, and Kobe. Kobe and G. Kobe a bad motherfucker. I, man, Kobe, I didn't seen Kobe <laughs> do some shit. People ain't, hey, bro, I watched every motherfucker. I watched Kobe run, bro. Like, this motherfucker would hit 13 threes in a... This motherfucker Kobe is Steph Curry. This motherfucker is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This motherfucker is a hey, Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Like for real, bro. I'm t- I'm talking about with the ball head and the bob. Mm-hmm. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Isn't it? <laughs> oh man. Hey, we out, man. It's a heavy-handed edition, man. Better learn about the dress code, B's and Z's. All the mother niggas copycats, D's and G's. I love Cali like I love women. Cause every nigga in L.A. got a little bit of thug in him. We might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this. We'll burn this bitch down, get a bitch to live and die in L.A.
for 92.3.